0: Um, You know, a lot of people, especially in our circles, because we are name it and claim it, whatever they want to call us, blab it, grab it, right? But you know, that's not, what they've done is they're making fun of the Word of God, because the Word of God is the one that says say and confess and profess, and it, it is the great confession even in salvation, and salvation is so much more than we've let it be. Uh, The church has limited it with their saying, if you will, because what they say is all they know, and all they know is we're going to heaven someday. And that's great. But that's not completely everlasting life. Everlasting life starts the day we're saved. We begin everlasting life right that day. And and from that day forward, we should begin to walk in the things that Jesus Christ purchased for us through salvation and, and not be willing, we should be unwilling not to have those things. And, and when we begin to get unwilling not to have them, we'll stand for them until we do. And when we decide to stand to them, for them until we do, we, it won't be very long before we have them. But, but we have to be unwilling. We cannot compromise what we know is true for, for what's in front of us. Because, you know, what's in front of you is not necessarily the answer of God, but it may be a quick a quick answer. Yeah. But it, But if we'll wait... And purpose in our hearts to have the things that God wants for us, then then we'll have those things and and the abundance that we'll have in our life, not just abundance, I'm not talking about material goods or anything, we'll have that, but the abundance of peace, the abundance of joy, the abundance of righteousness, and and the abundance of the things that matter through your life as much as they matter in your life. And, And that's what's important about the things of God, the things we say. The things we say are our confession. They're our witness to the world. They are our witness to the world. It's one thing to tell people you believe in healing. It's a whole nother thing to be healed. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Believe in... You know, t- t- we can say all kinds of things. And I, I've done it. You know, I've been... You know, I'll say it and, and then I know there's people and they say, Oh, you've got to watch what you say. you got to watch what you say. You know, if you don't know what you're saying's wrong, God ain't holding it against you, okay? <laughs> you, know, it, you know, He's going to try and teach you and we're going to grow. But, you know, you see people that have just gotten saved just recently gotten saved, and they come to be healed, and they get healed just like that. But, but people that may have been saved for years, and they're, they're saying, I don't know why I'm not getting healed. That's one of your problems right there. You don't know why you're not getting healed. But I've been there. You're like, why, why was it so easy for back then? Same reason it was easy for your babies to get fed. But if, if, if they get to be 15 and they won't feed themselves, they're going to get real hungry. Mama ain't gonna feed him no more. Ain't gonna put this get do the train here. <laughs> choo 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 choo. Can you see doing that to a fifteen-year-old? Huh? No, you ain't gonna get fed, right? We we do need to grow up, and we do need to grow in the things of God. And our words matter. Our words matter in our lives. Uh, what we're saying, but what we're saying is what's coming out of our heart. So what, say, what you're saying and what I'm saying are, are a telltale sign of what you're putting in yourself and meditating on on a daily basis. In Psalm 19, verse 14, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. You notice he didn't just want the words of his mouth to be good. That's not enough. we got people. But remember what Jesus said? He, said? he said, Their lips honor me, but their hearts are way over here. You know, in other words he doesn 't just want your lips he he wants your heart he wants the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart. Those two things combined together and, and, and when we put those two things together, they are powerful. The confession lined up with with your heart with what you believe that that 's when the mountains move that 's when the mountains move and, and literally uh, the word confession" in many places means uh, assent full agreement so, so when, you're, when you're confessing the word of God you're in full agreement with what he says over what's going on yeah. amen yeah. you're confessing well let's just think of Romans Romans 10 the, the Roman road right <laughs> you, conf, you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that, that God raised him from the dead right you got to have both of those Right? You can't just confess. And then, what if you confess and say, nah, I'm not sure about that raising someone from the dead. I, people don't get raised from the dead. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're a real young Christian. And they said, there's only one person that's ever been ra- ra- raised from the dead. I'm like, mm. there's a few other documented cases, <laughs> actually. That's the only one raised right, like that, though, for our justification. Amen? But, God, I mean, you look, listen to Paul when he writes what is in Hebrews. And he talks about the, the raising the dead being elementary. You know, let's not go back to those things. Those are those are the easy things. Let's stop looking at stuff like that. I'm like, wow, that Paul is out there now. Yeah. I mean, when raising the dead is elementary, you're like, wow. Huh. But but the words of our heart and the the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable to him or be pleasing in his sight, first of all, that your heart has to be full of faith. It has to be receiving these things by faith, and then your words match up with what you have in your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And, and, and out of that abundance, we, we will say things according to what we've put in ourselves. You know, when, when you meditate on the word, and that's what he's saying. I want the meditation of my heart to be acceptable to you. Okay, what's that going to be then? Meditate on my word day and night. Well, did you tell Joshua in in the first chapter of Joshua? He said, "You'll meditate on my on this book of the law day and night. You won't let it depart from you." Yeah. Amen. And, and when you do, when when we don't let those things depart from us, then we keep them. And then when things come up, we have answers. You know, another 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 word. For the word, word, answer. God is our answer. He always has an answer. So what are you actually speaking when you speak the Word of God over yourself? You're speaking the answer. We're not speaking a probability. It might happen. This is the answer. There is no other answer. And again, until we're willing to, 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 to settle that that is the answer. In other words... And, and I'm just—I'll tell on myself. There's times where I've, I've said, "Okay, that is the answer right there, Lord." And then I'll be out off off on my own. I've been meditating on the wrong things. I'll say, "Well, you know that that could be the answer." You know, no, we can't let we can't let ourselves be confused or depart in any way from the Word of God. The meditation of our heart and the words of our mouth have to be grounded in the Word, in His Word. We we don't want to to veer off course. And look for another way. And and by nature, that's what we do. I mean, everybody looks at the children of Israel and they say, I just can't believe they did that. I can't believe they crossed the Red Sea and then complained about no water. We would have done the same thing. We've proven it. Right? I mean, you know, we are all flesh. Without God and without following the plan and the will and the word, then, then we're all alike. We are prone to failure and to quit. With God, we are able to, to go through and in everything we have. We uh, our anticipation with God is always victory. Your anticipation without God is up in the air. Amen. And so, so with God, we and our, if our meditations on Him, He truly is your strength and your Redeemer. Uh, actually, go look at Romans nine, Romans or Romans ten. Verse 9, Romans 10, verse 9. It says, if you shall confess, and that word confess, you look at the words that it comes from, and it comes from one of the words that means assent, and the word assent means to fully agree. So if you fully agree with your mouth that Jesus, that, that if you fully agree with your mouth the Lord Jesus, or confess the Lord Jesus, and what are what they saying? Words. If your words that come out of your mouth are, are the, that Jesus is Lord, and you should believe in your heart, what are you doing? You're fully agreeing. Your heart and your mouth now are in agreement. See, so many times we're trying to get something to come to pass, and we're saying it with our mouth, but we're not believing it in our heart. Right? The two have to come in agreement. It, uh, one of the words that they use is together. The, 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 the two have to come into agreement. The belief in the heart and the words of the mouth need to come into agreement with what God said. With what God said. We're not saying anything up here that God didn't say first. Amen? We're not, we're not trying to create a new Bible. We're, we're doing what God said. God said, you use words in my words. Amen? And when we use the Word of God against anything, we're always using the answer again. We're never going away from the answer. We're all, and the Word brings faith. His Word will always bring faith. You know if you, if you receive His Word the way it was given, it will always bring faith. Amen? If it doesn't bring faith, you didn't receive it right. It wasn't that the Word wouldn't bring faith. We didn't receive it in the right way. Right? Right? It needs to be received. The word has to be received to be, to, to be used the way it's supposed to. But it says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And I know we've talked about this before, but that word saved. That thou, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, then you shall be healed it's it's the same one if you're if you're believing for healing today confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord believe that God raised him from the dead and you shall be healed that, that that word saved means healed it means delivered it, it means protected it means rescued amen? amen and and if we'll believe it because and then it says for with the heart man believes unto righteousness so we know that abraham believed God right, because he believed unto righteous. God counted him righteous. Amen. So with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Same word again: deliverance, health. What, what do you? It's it's soteria. The other one's sozo. You know, you can look them up in the Greek. We're not going to go that far because my professorship only goes so far, <laughs> right? Amen. You know, but I am a professor, so I can profess. Amen? Look at Psalm 42, 11. You know, some of these things, we want to we get to a place where we see our part of it. You don't want to see what, just what God tells us. You want to see that you have a part and that you have a part to play in this. Um, I shouldn't say play. You have a part to do yeah. in this. Why are, this, is, this, is, this is a good, for instance, it says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Who's he talking to? Himself. But see, you got to catch yourself. Because if you don't catch yourself, you will be saying all kinds of things you shouldn't be saying. Right? Anybody ever got, got in the Eeyore mood? Right? Oh, never happens for me. I know they said it's a good day, but who knows if it really is. I mean, we used to watch Eeyore. Ram- Ramsey was a poo fanatic so we watched him all the time and we or never says anything good right and and if you don't watch it we can be just that way it is so easy to be negative because by nature without the lord we are a negative people if you just want to go with your flesh that's why he's talking to his flesh he's saying he's saying hey flesh why are you cast down Why are you disquieted within me? And then he says, stop it. We're going to hope in God. We're hoping in God. And he's telling his flesh, he's saying, you hope in God. And you know, sometimes we need to tell ourselves, we need to say, Dave, you need to stop it and hope in God. It's time to hope in God. It's not time to go off and feel sorry for yourself. It's not time to say God never heals me, he healed them. He didn't give me that. He gave that. You know, you, you ever sit in service and hear a good testimony, and instead of instead of being happy, you think, wonder why it never happens to me? Your soul's disquieted, right? Yes, That's when. And and you know, if that comes up, don't, don't condemn yourself. Say, hey, stop yourself. Yeah. This this is speaking. To yourself, not just over yourself. Speaking to yourself, it says, "O oh my soul, why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him." Now that word "praise," if you look at it in Young's literal translation, means confess. Our praise. Unto God is a confession of his goodness. It's a confession of who he is. That's what he says. I'll still confess him, for he's the salvation of my countenance, and he's my God. What's he doing? He's confessing, he's confessing God right there. He's confessing. He's saying, I don't care how I feel. I don't know what the situation is. I'm not looking at the circumstances. And flesh, you need to stop. We're not Psalm 42:11 people, except for the back half. We're Psalm 103 people. We say, bless the Lord, O my soul. You don't get a choice. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Well, see, he's talking to himself again. And what's he say? He says, not only bless him, don't forget his benefits. Bless him with all that's within you and do not forget the benefits. Who forgives all your sins. He heals all your diseases. All, he just starts listing off benefits. And what's he doing? He's telling his soul, remember this. You've forgotten it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I used to I'm read that. I'm like, why is he telling your soul to bless the Lord? Because your soul and your spirit aren't the same thing. Right? Your, your spirit's been reborn. Right? You ever have any bad thoughts yet, still yet? Huh? Stupid thoughts. And you've and you got the power to say stop that. But they still come, right? Why? Because you still got flesh. Right? You ever, you ever get, get to a point and you say, I wonder if, that, I wonder if this is going to work, I wonder if it's going to work. You know, if you, if you ask your spirit that's reborn by God of that, and, and it answers through the spirit, it's going to say, of course it will work. Right? You, you, you look at 1 Peter 2.24, and it says, who, who, who himself carried our sorrows, and, and, and by whose stripes we were healed. I can't quote the whole verse. By whose stripes we were healed. And you say, I wonder if that works. your, your spirit will The spirit of God in you will immediately say, sure it does. Every time. Why? Because it already worked. This is past tense. We're not looking forward to it. It's behind us. It's already happened. Right? You're believing to get, to get into something that happened 2,000 years ago. It was already yours before you were born. And before you were born again. Right? God, God had so much faith in, in what He would do through Jesus. He did everything for us before we even accepted Him that while we were yet His enemy, Christ died for us. And see, these aren't just salvation. They are just salvation verses, but it's salvation, not salvation. Right? This is the salvation we've allowed, and this is the salvation there is. Amen? And when when we begin to, to do what David in the Psalms did, and we say, hey soul, quit saying that. And say this, confess this, I praise you with all my heart. I know you're good to me. I know the days of my life will be long on this earth. And you begin to confess what He said about you. And we begin to to praise Him, confess Him. Amen? And and when we do, then then things begin to, to turn towards that. Every time, and I don't know, it doesn't matter what kind of sickness or disease you're dealing with. I don't care if it's a runny nose or the doctors say we don't know how it's going to work out. The verses all work the same. Yeah. The difference is, well, actually, the sad thing is most of us won't believe to be healed from a runny nose, so just let yourself be sick, right? We, we, I mean, I was thinking about that one day as dealing with all these little bitty symptoms. I'm like, God, I'm too lazy to believe to get healed from a cold. I mean, you guys like that? Or else we'd be healed because those symptoms are under the curse just like everything else. Right? I mean, literally, that is just lazy Christianity. If you know He heals you, let's jump in. And you guys probably don't do that. I'm just going to tell on myself. Right? I won't tell on anybody else. I'll just tell on myself. But, But those things are the things that we've got to stop we got, We got to say, this isn't okay. You can't have an inch into my life, Satan. You can't have an inch into my life with anything that Jesus bought and paid that I don't have to have. You know, And, and it's easy to say, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say because you're preaching up there today. It's not what I say. It's what he says. It's not the word of Dave. This is the word of God. It's him that said... Forget not all my benefits. This was by the unction of the Spirit that these things are written in this book. And and because they are, when we begin to meditate that He he forgives all my sins, that He heals all my diseases, that He fills my mouth with good things, and my youth is renewed like these, He crowns my life. Glory to God. And you begin to say those under the anointing. Your life will start changing. Amen? When when, when you you feel a symptom coming on, I don't care how small a symptom is, if we're smart, we'll say, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Flesh, you don't get a choice. Look at this. (laughs) We're going to remember all these benefits all day long. He healed all my diseases. Everyone, from from a runny nose to whatever else the devil could put out there, it ain't happening. Amen? And when we do, and we begin to speak and confess that word, and we begin to put our flesh under, we we begin to put our flesh down and say, we're not going with this. This isn't the answer. This is. These are the answers. And and when we're looking for an answer, don't look to your flesh for a good one. Right? What it'll tell you to do is the old adage, take two aspirin and call me in the morning. Right? Maybe you'll feel a little better. Maybe you won't. Right? God's not going to tell us that. He's going to tell you, you know what? I loved you so much that I didn't even want your foot to be stubbed against a stone. Right? Isn't that what he said in Psalm 91? Yeah, that, that not even your... You, he would hold you up so that you wouldn't even dash your foot against a stone. I mean, that's a good dad. I mean, how many dads I got in here? If you saw your kid and he was about to hit his foot against stone, you would say, "Well, that'll teach him." <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be easy to learn? Wouldn't it be easier to learn by "Don't do that, son." Right? Don't do that. Don't do. Hey, girl, don't do that. It's going to hurt. Done it. Right? You could say, "I've done it." Now, God, He'd say, "I haven't done it. I know it hurts you. Don't do it." Right? We we don't want to learn by experience all the time. The, the The greatest experience of all is the Creator. He's the one that said, light be. And and light was. There was no argument. There was no no dim. It didn't get dim a little bit. And then, you know, he didn't have to fight with it. Right? And it was dark. I mean, it said darkness was on the face of the earth. It was dark. You know what your flesh would do when it started to say, that's dark. Right? (laughs) But the the Spirit of God in you wouldn't say that. It would say, light be. And then it would fully expect light to be. See, God was the originator of faith. It wasn't us. He knew how it worked. He said, and He believed in His heart it would come to pass. People say, well, He's God. Of course, I have. He believed in His heart that it would come to pass. He, he created us exactly in His image. Amen? It, he created us in His image. To, he, he is a faith God. In fact, go to Mark 11, 20, 22. We'll just look at it that way. I think I've got it in my notes. Sure I do. Then we'll go back to that. That's good. We don't want to. Mark 11, verse 22. It says, Jesus answering, it says, have faith in God. If you look at other translations, even the Young's Literal, it says, have faith of God. Have faith of God. Have faith like God. Have, have, the same kind, have, have a God like faith. Have God's faith. Amen? If he shed his love abroad in your heart, right? He said, I'm going to put my love in you. Well, within that love is everything that he is, because he is love. So faith is within that. Amen? Everything we ever needed was put in us, right, through the Holy Spirit. It was shed abroad in our hearts. And our ability from when we were not saved to when we are, we we went from a very ungodlike creature to a godlike creature. A new creation. When you became a new creation, you you came with new ability. The abilities that God gave you. Amen? And and one of those things... That's why He doesn't want us just saying anything. Right? (laughs) Because we're Godlike. You start saying anything... You know, especially when you're doing it not out of ignorance. You're doing it just because you're downcast. That's why David caught himself in, in, in Psalm 42... Because if you're downcast and you just get tired, and you just start saying things, but you know not to do that, that's a dangerous thing to do. It's one thing not to know to do it. Now and again, I don't want to get off into the, we have people that come. Oh, I, you know, you say, well, well, what the doctor says. Oh, I can't say it. I didn't ask you what you said. I asked you what the doctor said. Yeah. But the doctor said it's not faith to you, right? Yeah. right? Right, I want to know what to believe. So let's hear what he said. Right? I have people say, well, you can't take an Advil because that's not faith." Advil won't heal you. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, you can take a thousand of them and you won't feel good. <laughs> right? But they, they don't heal you. They might make you feel better while you're believing for healing. Yeah. But they won't heal you. Right? We, we need to get away from the, these legalisms that are actually keeping people from the goodness of God. Right? God's not looking for ways not to get things to you. Right? You know, because we got people, you know, my mom passed away early, way too early, and, and, a, and a great woman of God, and I think that was what people questioned. People began to question God because my mom passed away early, and they, why? You know, she's, oh, she prayed for everyone, and she, she heard from God. Yes, she did. I don't know why she went early, but it wasn't God's fault. See, that, that, it, we don't question God as to why Mom went home early. Someday when I get to heaven, I'll say, Mom, why would you leave early? I mean, she don't care right now. She's in heaven. I miss her from time to time, but I'm, she's not lost. I know exactly where she is. But I'm never going to say, God, why is she there? Because it's not His fault. Amen. The Word of God is the same for every person. See, that's the thing about that. That's why he says, I want you to use my Word, because his Word always agrees with him. It's never in disagreement with him. And so he wants you to say something that is fully functional all the time, will always do what it says it will do every time we believe it. Amen? He, do- he doesn't want you just saying words. Of, you know, you've got people say, well, I'm going to say this. D- where's your Scripture? Just saying something ain't going to get it done. Where is your Scripture that backs up what you're getting ready to say? Because you're going to need something that's immovable to back up your words. That's why we speak the Word. That's why we speak what God says. Not not just speak other things. We speak what, what God says. Amen? It says, Have the faith of God, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say... What's he saying? Speak... And remember, he's saying, have faith in God. you always got to keep going back to have faith of God. Because without that, none of the rest of the verse works. Have the faith of God that whosoever shall say unto the mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast in the sea, and not doubt in his heart. Doubt in his heart what? What he says. Amen? He'll say, and he won't doubt in his heart what he says. He'll say it, and he won't doubt what he says. And and then he says, but shall believe. What what shall he believe? He shall believe that what he says. I know everybody's read these verses forever, but don't let it it be too simple. Because this verse is about speaking. That word say means speak. That whatever he speaks, if he doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he speaks, the things that he speaks shall come to pass. And he shall have whatsoever he speaks. Amen? And these, these are this is the Word of God. This isn't the Word of this. You know, people quote these things all the time, but we need to quote it as what it is. This is God saying, do this. He said, if you'll do it this way, but, but it's not just saying it, it's believing in your heart. It's the, it's the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart. And And, and if they're going to be acceptable or pleasing what are they going to have to have? Faith. You're going to speak faith words out of the faith in your heart. Right? And, and, and accept, by acceptable, I don't mean God decides whether He's going to do it or not, not do it. He's already decided. It's not how great our prayer is. Not how many big words you can use. Right? You know, you know I've seen just as many people get healed by be healed as I have by in the name of Jesus. Right? And, and then I've seen people that somebody stood over them and prayed all these big long theological words and they would just walk back to their seat sick. Why? Because it's not the prayer. It's the faith in the prayer. It's the prayer of faith that heals the sick. Amen? And And, and that's, that's what we're looking for in this verse is how do I connect my words to the faith in my heart. First I have to get faith in my heart. How does faith come? By hearing and, by, and hearing the word of God. So I get the faith in what, what I do. I meditate on the word. So now the meditation of my heart is his word, his way, what he says, not what anybody else says. And, and just like it says in Proverbs 4, I begin to guard those things. I guard my heart. Why? Because out of it flows the issues of life. I know the value of this word. And when I put it in my heart, I'm expecting that now when I speak, I speak the very answers of God. Right? In other words, whatever's going on in your life, you begin to speak the answer to it. If you're sick, you say, by whose stripes I were healed. That's the answer. To, that is the antidote to sickness. It first was, was in what? Isaiah 54? Right? It says, by whose stripes you, were, you, you was healed, and now you were healed. Amen? And, and that is the antidote to sickness. Jesus is the answer to everything that went wrong in the garden and beyond. He is the answer to everything that's going wrong in your and my lives, if we'll allow those answers to be what we say. Amen? This has to be what we say all the time. And then then it has to be what we pray. The very next verse, he says, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray. There's two things. You can say and you can pray. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. What do you believe? In your heart. Why? Because you prayed them. You prayed them with your mouth. You believed them in your heart. And you shall have them. Amen. And so it's it's not a question of can this happen? It's a question of will this happen when we if you believe. If you, we have, it's our part. God says all things are possible. Remember, remember the guy, you had the boy that was throwing himself in the fire. He wasn't doing it, but you know, the spirit was throwing him in the fire. And Jesus, the the disciples, they tried to they, they tried to cast out the spirit and heal the boy. And they couldn't do it. And Jesus walks up, and the dad says, "Your disciples couldn't do anything." And Jesus, uh, and he says, "But you know, my boy throws himself in the fire sometimes, in the water, and sometimes it, it tears him and rents him sore." And Jesus, and he says, "If," then he says, "If you can do anything, if you can." And see, there's too many times where we don't say that, but our hearts are saying it. Yeah. This guy just happened to say it with his mouth. He said, "If you can do anything." have compassion and help us. And Jesus turned around and said, all things are possible to him who believes. Right? He said, He said. Uh, there's more, there's, do we have that? What is that? I don't even know what chapter that's in. Matthew. It's in Matthew. It's in a couple of them, but I think Matthew maybe. Anyway, all things are possible to him who believes. The man immediately says, I believe. What did he believe? He believed all things are possible to him that believes. And then he said, help my unbelief. Because what he believed at the moment was all things are possible to him who believes. So if I can get help with my belief, my boy can be made whole. Right? And, and see, what that is, is that somebody that's, 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 they know where they're at right at the time. Right? This is where my faith is. I believe what you just said. I need help with my belief in healing my boy. Right? I believe all things are possible to him that believes. Now help my unbelief. Right? And, and by helping his unbelief, the boy was healed. And so, I mean, yeah, there it is. What's the verse before it say? Yeah. If, I, if thou canst believe. If thou can believe. And that's what he's saying, if thou can believe. what, Where? In his heart. Where where can can he believe? If you can believe in your heart, all things are possible to those who believe in their heart. You don't believe in your head. You don't believe with your eyes. You don't believe with your mouth. You believe with your heart. That's the only part of you that has the ability to believe and have faith. Everything that God gives us, He shed abroad through our heart. Amen? Everything God is goes from here out. Amen? And to get it in there, to get that faith in there, we can get it in here, and in here, and it can go to here. But we have to meditate in that day and night. We can't let this book, we can't let the gospel of Jesus Christ depart from our eyes, depart from our ears. We we have to meditate on it day and night, and then we'll have that same spirit of faith. Amen? That same spirit of faith. What's it say? It says that, that the word... The Word, the Word what? The Word of God, the Word that brings faith, is near you. Amen? So, so you, 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 want, you want to keep the Word close. It's, it's near you. Where's it at? It's in your mouth and it's in your heart. What's he saying? He said those, that's your connector. Your mouth and your heart have to stay connected. They have to stay in agreement with one another at all times so that your mouth is saying what your heart believes. Amen? And when you begin to speak what your heart believes, when it believes the Word of God, then you begin to speak the very Word of God. And then healing happens. Then deliverance happens. Answers come. Peace is full. Amen? But those are the things that we have to do. You can't just speak. We've got people that are trying to speak until they believe. Right? You got to Remember, it doesn't say faith comes by speaking. Faith comes by hearing. Right? I remember I used to put cards, and of course, you know, my mom, she's big on it. You type up a card and she'd give it to us, put that, put that and confess it. And, and, and the problem was was I was confessing it to try and get faith rather than getting faith to confess it. Right? In, in other words, what I needed to do was go get that word in my ears so that it went to my heart so that when I confessed it, it came out of here instead of out of here. Because out of here, there's no power. Out of here, there's all power. Amen? And and, and so faith doesn't come by speaking. Faith comes by hearing. And so if you want your faith strong, you hear and you hear and you hear and you hear. But you've got to hear. Right? I'm not just saying saying put a tape on. Listen to it. I'm not just saying read the Bible. Listen to it. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying put it on tape. While you're reading, listen to what you're reading. Right? You can read when you, it's just like the lady with the issue of blood. She said within herself. So she was speaking, and she was speaking faith within herself. When we read, we can read within our. our, our you can hear your own voice when you're reading. Right? Listen to what you're reading. Gain faith through what you're reading. Because the things you're reading are life and health. The Word of God is life to those who find it and health to all your flesh. And as you find it and find it and find it and find it, you'll grow and grow and grow and grow so that when the enemy throws something at you, you already have the answer. It's too late to go get the answer. Right? <laughs> it's going to be a tougher road. I've been there. Right? The problem comes and you don't have the answer in you. Why? Because you haven't meditated in the Word. But when you meditate in the Word, the problem comes, you already have the answer, right? You don't have to go out and get four apples and say one, two, three, four, four, two plus two equals four. Why? Because you already knew in your heart what the answer was, right? When, When we don't meditate on the Word, we don't have the answer. And so, yes, you do need to get in the Word and get some faith, but you need help. You need help. The boy's father had not been in the Word. He'd not been trusting God. He'd not been meditating on the law. At that time, it would have been the law, just like Joshua. He had not been meditating on the law day and night. So he didn't have that in him. But when Jesus spoke the words that said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And the man grabbed hold of that. And he said, I believe that. Now help my unbelief. Amen? And, and, and the Lord's merciful. He'll meet you right where you are. If, but, you know, it, unfortunately in the Word of Faith circle so many times, we're, we're too prideful, spiritually prideful, to just say, well, you don't need to even tell God where you are. And you definitely don't need to tell other people, because if you tell other people, you're probably not telling the right thing anyway. Yeah. Right? People are, I'm in faith. Oh, I'm in faith. I told you I was in faith. Now, I don't know why God didn't move, but I was in faith. Well, I don't know either then. Right? I don't have an answer at that point and neither does God. Why? Because you were in faith and His Word didn't work. So He doesn't have an answer now. See, if we're willing to say that with that kind of conviction, then there's nothing He can do. See, there's people all over, church people, good Christian people, mad at God. Wrong person to be mad at. He, He is the answer. He has all answers. And He loves you. If something didn't happen, it wasn't because He didn't want it to. You know, and you got all these people with, well, you know, God can't answer every prayer. Well, yeah, He can. Yeah, He'd like to answer every prayer. He, he just has to have faith with words. Right? You have to believe when you pray. It's not just how long you pray. In fact is, it's not at all how long you pray. You can pray the prayer, shortest prayer in the world in faith and receive just like that. Amen? Glory to God. Go to 2 Corinthians 4.13. We having the same spirit of faith, according to it is written, I believed. What did he do first? He believed. Then he spoke. Go, go, up, go up to 10. Verse 10. Uh, that's the wrong one. Try 11. Hmm. Where's the one that says the words? Oh, no, that's in Romans. I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong book completely. Go back, go back to 13. But, but the Word is it's in our heart. It's in, it's in our mouth. But we, it's got to be believed and then spoken. We believe, therefore we speak. You don't speak to believe. You believe and then speak. And, and, and you, does that make sense to everybody? Because we, what we did was we listened to the Word... The Word was near us, it was in our mouth, it was in our heart. And then that same spirit of faith believes and speaks. And so whatever's going on in your life, immediately you get in your heart where you've stored your Word. Amen? And the the bill collectors said, you know, you only got 30 days. And and immediately you say, oh no, what are we going to do? No, that's not what we do. When, When you have the Word in you, When you've meditated in the Word, you say, oh no, He meets all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't have to look to your answers. I have the answer. Because why? You believed and you spoke. What did you speak? You spoke the very Word of God. It's the same Word that heals you. It's the same Word that delivers you. It's the same Gospel that saved you. It's the Word of God. And it's all-powerful. It will not leave you. And it says it has never made anyone... Ashamed. The Word of God, confession, has never, ever let anybody down. People say, well, I know somebody that's let down. No, you don't. I've let it down, but it's never let me down. Why? Because if you will not quit, see, the, the thing about it is, 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 is um, giving into your flesh is the next step to quitting, right? When you allow yourself to be downcast, when you allow your soul to be downcast, when you allow your soul to forget the benefits of God, when you, then, then the next step, you're, you're slowly working your way into quitting. The next step to a downcast soul is fainting. And fainting is the only thing that will keep us from receiving God's best. If we don't quit, he'll keep... He'll keep putting it in us and putting it in us and putting it I know that my business, when it was bankrupt, you know what? I just kept putting it in. I didn't know what I was doing, and I, there was a lot of the stuff I was doing I was doing wrong. But I knew that I knew I only had one answer. I wasn't so stupid that I thought there was more than one answer. And so I just kept looking, I just kept seeking, I just kept pushing, and, and it took seven years of stupidity, and I'm telling you, I missed a lot of things, and, 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 and struggled, and, and you know, I'm glad now I'm in the ministry, because that was no fun, but, but the business came out of it before all that, why, because I kept seeking God, and I never turned away, even though there was days where my soul was downcast. And I wanted to say, you know, this isn't worth it. Let's just, let's just cash out and see where we're at and go from there. And, and you know what? I knew that wasn't the right answer. So I just kept moving. I just kept moving. And so many times, you know, when, when we feel like cashing out on, on, on what's going on in our lives and, and the circumstance goes from bad to worse and, and it doesn't look like anything's happening and where's God, and, and all of a sudden you need to step back. And you need to look at yourself and you say, hey, stop it. Stop it right now. Bless the Lord, Dave. And all that's within you, bless the Lord. For He's your answer. Forget not all His benefits. He's the one that healed your diseases. He's the one that forgave your sins. He's the one that crowns your life with love and kindness. He's the one that will never leave you nor forsake you. He's the one that's going to fix your life. Quit looking away from Him. He is your answer. And as we look to that, that same spirit of faith rises up in us and we begin to believe. And the minute we begin to believe, now our mouth begins to shoot out the things it should shoot out. It begins to say the things it should say. It does look to His Word and it looks to the things that He has. And we begin to speak what He says about us. Because what He says about us is truth. Amen? Look Look at Hebrews... 10, 23. Whew, he's helping us. He's helping me. I don't know how you guys are enjoying it, but I'm, I may have to listen to it later. <laughs> Remember, God says things about you well before you did. Um, Abraham, and, and you guys go ahead and go to um, Hebrews, but you know, in Romans 4, it says, Abraham staggered not at the promise. You know what the promise of God was? It was his profession. The word promise means profession. Abraham didn't stagger at what God said about him. And then he got what God said. It says he didn't stagger. It said he, it said he held fast. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't have COVID. <clears throat> you can go in the grocery store and do that, man. Be, Whoo! You shop by yourself for hours. <clears throat> You won't have anybody to check you out, but you can shop. (laughs) We're not in fear, but we're not foolish, right? Amen. (laughs) What was I at now? Now I lost. Oh, Abraham. It said said, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, uh, go to Romans 4. Just look at that real quick up there, and you guys don't have to turn to it that way. It's in Romans 4 somewhere. Romans 4. 20 and 21 says he staggered not at the profession of god through unbelief what was the profession of god that you'll be the father of many nations that your seed will be the seed through whom the whole world is saved amen that's the that's the dave translation of what he said and and that that is the that it it probably could be written that way because that's actually not untrue amen and i am a professor after all <clears throat> he staggered not at the profession of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith. Why was he strong in faith? Because he believed. Anytime you believe, you're strong in faith, and he believed the profession. He believed the words that came out of God's mouth that said, you're Abraham. You're the father of many nations. You're, through you, through your seed, the whole world will be blessed. And, and he believed that. And because he did, he never and, and see that's the thing, wavering will cause wavering is unbelief. And what he what he did was he refused to unbelieve. He he would not stagger, he would not waver in any way. And it says he was strong, he was strong in faith giving glory to God verse 21, and being fully persuaded that what God professed, not only did he believe that he he would do it, he believed he could do it. Right. Amen. And then he began to base his life on God's promise. He he didn't base his life on age anymore. Because age told him this couldn't happen. His life was no, no longer based in the flesh. It now became based in the Word of God that said, You are the Father of many nations, and through your seed the whole world will be blessed. Amen? And 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 through these promises, these professions, God's professions, and His faith in those professions, He received in Himself the ability to be what God said He was. You know, a lot of people, because they think God is like this, they'd say, well, if God said it, it had to happen. No, Abraham could have not believed. And he wouldn't be in the book right now. People right. oh, that's not true. It's true. It's, God said it, not me. He believed, therefore it was accredited to him as righteousness. That's how he became righteous, by believing what God said. That's how we became righteous, by believing what God said. Jesus is the Word of God. If you believe in Jesus, you believe in the very sayings of God. He is everything God ever said or did. He was there before the beginning, after the beginning, in the end. He'll still be there, and there really isn't an end. So, glory to God. And, and Abraham didn't, you know, none of that stuff moved him at all. He didn't stagger. Uh, Hebrews, what did I say? Hebrews four. So we don't have to stagger, right? It says, "Let us hold." Hold fast the profession of our faith. What's he saying? Hold fast to those, th- those truths that you've put in your heart. Don't let go of these things. Don't waver. Don't let any other idea in. Faith, faith that receives does not entertain any other plans. And I'm talking about faith receiving. Not, not your will. Right? I have, I've had people all, and, I, and I've done it myself. I just know I'm in faith. I just know. It. If you have to tell yourself you're in faith, pretty good chance you're not, right? If you have to tell other people that you're in faith, right? Who are we trying to convince, right? If you're in faith, you don't have to say a word. Why you're in faith? You're you are at rest. You're at rest. You don't have to argue with anybody about how great your faith is. You don't have to tell them stories about why you're going to be healed. You don't have to do anything except sit back and receive. Amen? Because that's what faith does. When, when, when we're in faith, we're at rest. We're at peace. We know we have it. It's not a question of will we have it. We already have it. And they said, well, you don't look like it. It doesn't matter what I look like. Did it matter to Abraham when they said, oh, hey, you're... You're 90-some years old, dude. 90-year-olds don't have babies. Your wife's about the same age. They don't have babies either. You know why? Change of life. You ain't got no seed, and she ain't got no ground. That <laughs> <laughs> all <You're> right? <laughs> <It> says, <laughs> maybe blunt. But, that's, I mean, that's what, that's what the world would have told you. If they'd have went to the doctor and said, Can we have a baby? he said, Are you crazy? You're well past the age of having babies. And she's well past the age of bearing babies. It ain't happening for you. But he wasn't looking at age. He wasn't looking at their process. He was looking at the Word of God, the profession of faith that was given through God. And it changed the world. Because he was unwilling not to have it. Amen. Glory to God. And that's where we've got to be. We've got to be unwilling not to have it. We've got to hold fast to our profession of faith without wavering. Nothing can come between us and God's word. And when it tries to, you say, oh, soul. Oh, no, no. This is not your choice. This is not your day. This is not your way. We're not doing it with the way you say. We're not looking at circumstances. We're not looking at, at anything else except God's Word. And He says, I heal all your diseases. He says, I'll keep you. He says, He's, He doesn't do anything except good. If you want to look, find something, whatever you're going through, there is a good word concerning it. Look in the Bible. Find it. Put it in your heart. Put it in the good soil of your heart and let it begin to bear fruit and grow in you. Amen? And keep it and, and, and make sure that you water it with the Word. Right? Add to it. And, and then when, when the time comes, you're ready. You know who wasn't surprised when they were pregnant? Abraham and Sarah. Everybody else was. Why? Because they weren't in faith giving glory to God. And you know what? That's why people are so excited when you get healed. Because you're not surprised, but man, they are. Well, they hadn't been healed. Good news, you just witnessed to them. You just confessed the goodness of God to them. And your praise will be a confession to His goodness and His mercy in your life. And your praise will be a witness to everyone else. Amen? It says, let us hold fast to the profession of faith without wavering. Why can we do that? For He who promised is faithful without looking at circumstances, without taking our momentary breaks to say what we want. I'm tired and I'm going to say I'm tired. These people didn't do me right and that's just not... I need justice. I want justice. Well, if you want justice, it's going to begin with you. So get ready. Right? People screaming for justice better start looking at mercy because it triumphs over judgment. Amen? I don't need justice. I want mercy every day of my life. I want the goodness of God welling up within me to receive all the good things that He has for me. I don't want to get mad at God. I don't want to, I don't want to take time off of my faith to speak my mind. Right? I'm going to speak my peace. I hope it's a small piece because I don't want to eat it. Amen? It's not time to speak our peace. It's time to speak His peace. Amen? The P-E-A-C-E peace. The wholeness of God. That's what time it is. It's time to speak that peace, that joy, that love. It's It's time to speak what He has said, what He's put in His Word about you and me. He loved us so much that while we were so far away from Him, He brought us near. Amen? And the goodness of God has packed everything in grace that you'll ever need. And by faith, you can reach in. Whatever you need through grace, you can reach in by faith and grab it. Because a good God bought it for you through Jesus Christ. And there's not one thing promised to us that we should not have. Amen? Because it's already there. It would be like me promising Ramsey something. It would be under the the Christmas tree. And she said, I guess I didn't get it it's right there, honey. Well, I'm never going to get it. It's right there. All you've got to do is reach in with your hands, believe what I said, right? And that's what God's saying. He's saying, believe what I said, reach your big old faith hands out there, grab hold of everything you need, and hold on. That's what He's saying. Lay hold of it. He said, hold fast to your profession of faith without wavering, for He, that's, he who promised is faithful. Amen? In, in 1 Timothy... 1 Timothy 6, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. What's he saying? He's saying lay hold of life eternal right now. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. Get it now. Everything you got. But what you got to do is you've got to fight the good fight of faith. What's that? The faith that stands. The Abraham kind of faith that said, You know what? I don't care how old I am. This is what God said. I don't care what's going on in my bank account. This is what God said. I don't care what they say about my body. This is what God said. And I'll listen to Him. He knows where my faith is. He'll lead me in every direction I need to go. If it is a doctor, He'll tell me to go. He'll put a leading in my heart. Why? Because I'm, I'm trusting in Him. I'm not trusting in what the world says. I remember when Kim was going through that, and I know we're going to close here in just a second, was going through that three years ago. We, we heard all the things the doctor said, and we sit there and we listen to him, and then we said, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Not mean. You don't need to tell the doctor what you believe. It doesn't say speak to tell the doctor what you believe. Because usually if you're telling the doctor what you believe, you don't believe it anyway. If God tells you to tell him what you believe, tell him. But That's not who you're speaking the word to. Amen? I didn't need to tell the doctor. I just needed to find out what I was believing. What was in our heart. And we got that, and then we, we carried on with the way God told us to do it. And that was through doctors. But God worked through the doctors to take care of what he did. We had a word from God. We had something to have faith in. We had something to confess. Every time things looked a little different or some, we didn't like something, we said, oh, well, wait, we got a, we got a word. We got a word. And because of that word, we were at peace that whole time. It was going to turn out. To our victory. Why? I had a word from God. It couldn't go another way. When God gives, when when you have faith in God's word, you have rest. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life, whereunto you were called, and have professed. How do you get? How do you get into the? How did you lay hold of? Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold of eternal life, you professed a good, a good profession before many witnesses. Amen? Yeah, I don't know what's going on in everybody's life, and you guys don't know what's going on with mine, but God does. He knows what you need now. He knows what you're going to need later. And He already planned in advance, took care of the problem before it came. And if we'll build our faith and put His Word in our heart, when those things come, we'll be prepared. You know, I have to admit some of the things that have come to, towards us, including that, I don't know that we were as prepared as we should have been. Amen. But thank God He's merciful and He still got us a word and got us through. There was other ways to go through that, right? This is the way He told us to do. it. But I want to prepare in such a way that when I when that when no matter what comes up, I have an answer. Right, I have the answer inside me, and inside me, I, I can pull that up immediately. Healing is, is, you know, people say, "Why do you talk so much about healing?" Because it affects everybody. There's nobody in this earth that does not need to study and look at God's goodness in healing. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Because I don't care, and 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 it may start with something small, but every small thing you'll put up with, he'll try to get you to put. You know, he'll go through your list. He'll say, "You take a runny nose. Nah, runny nose, not a big deal. Okay." cough yeah it's cough i can cough a little bit right and he'll get you down to where you know heart disease Will you take that and you've took so much other stuff like well do i have a choice yeah we have a choice the word of god bought and paid for us a choice and by those stripes we were healed of any disease anything that is a lack of ease he has healed us from us amen stand to your feet thank you lord I got through half my notes, so if we teach again, we can still teach on this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What we say, what we believe, are important. What we've been saying over ourselves is a big deal. And through the Spirit of God, we we have faith in us. We know. Every person in here knows, watching here, watching in Sarasota, knows in their heart. Just what what Jesus told that man about, he said, all things are possible to him who believes. And everybody knows in here that that's true. Got to know it for you. All things tonight are possible if you'll just believe God with your heart and confess with your mouth those things, those mountains you want moved. That sickness you want gone. That stress you want away. That, whatever, that family you want back. That restoration. You, whatever it is, believe that God not only can and will, but He has. And then you begin to speak that very faith that's in your heart. Amen? Everybody put your hands on your chest. Pray this with me. You know what? If you you feel good, that's great. If you don't feel good, that's great too because you're going to feel good in just a minute. Amen? Amen? We believe that Jesus bore our sicknesses. He carried our diseases. Jesus is our healer. Jesus paid the price. And I confess... With my mouth, Jesus is my Lord, and I believe in my heart that you raised Him from the dead, and I receive salvation, health, deliverance, I receive healing in every part of my body. I receive by faith. I speak. Body, behold. Kidneys, work. Heart, work. Body, you line up with the Word of God. He says He's healed all my diseases. He's forgiven all of my sins. Be healed in Jesus' name. I speak to myself. Be not downcast, O my soul. For you have a good God who's done good things. And you are a King of kings, a Lord of lords. Jesus, because you are, we receive. We are sons of God, and we receive as sons, as daughters, as children of our Father. It's pleasing to You for our lives to go well. So we receive Your Word according to our lives, and we walk by faith. In all that you've bought and paid for. Thank you. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for filling me with your word. With your goodness. With the knowledge of who you are. And what you've accomplished. And I thank you for wholeness. I call my body whole. I call my spirit well. I call my life redeemed. I call my relationships at peace. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. We receive it and we believe. Therefore, we speak. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You got a song?